aimlessly, you know, being unplugged, yeah. um, intentionally being unplugged, um, and not doing nothing. I am Coach D, known socially as Danielle the Coach. I'm a certified life and leadership coach, and I help mid-career professionals free themselves from their nine to five without regret. And I am Coach C. Helen from Detroit, Michigan. Um, I am affectionately known as the coach's copywriter. I help coaches and consultants create magnetic messaging and make their email list more profitable. And hey, it's your girl, Coach Jen from Miami-Dade County, hanging out in the DMV these days. I help women in education increase their income and, elim and eliminate burnout without getting another degree. What's going on? This is Coach Mike. I help coaches, consultants, and service providers fill their calendars with ready-to-buy prospects without doing all the work. And today we're looking forward to helping you decode all things coaching, cash flow, and clients. So be sure to subscribe, review, and share. I have a question. In this like whole season of like hustle and like get things done, what is it that you guys do that you all do? to essentially preserve your energy, right? Like how do you avoid burnout when you want to be successful, when you have these goals, but the hustle may be present, but what is it that you do to just put yourself in a position where you do avoid burnout? Man, sometimes sometimes I don't do it and I find myself getting burnout. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but how I bounce back, um, Cause like I've, I think I've experienced varying levels of like burnout from being in the corporate space, then the burnout that comes with um, working for myself, being my own boss, manager of my own time, working at home and having the luxury in air quotes of being able to sit at a computer all day endlessly. And with me, you know, I'm single with no kids. So my time is my time. And I look up and it's like hours later and it's just like, what kind of life is this? Um, so something I have started to become intentional about is like binge watching shows, like totally tapping out, yeah. aimlessly, you know, being unplugged, yeah. um, intentionally being unplugged, um, and not doing nothing, just being, <clears throat> being a sponge and just letting my mind get lost. So, um, that's one thing that I've started doing, especially when I find a series that I love, mm -hmm. um, that's one way that I kind of like manage. And then something else that I do is I'm super intentional about getting setting a time that I want to be up from the computer. Because for me, it's easy to sit in front of this computer all day, every day, because there's always something to do. I feel like there will forever be something to do. Um, so mm -hmm. finding a time that it's just like, okay, this is my cutoff time today um, because I do have to adult. You know, I do have a, a home to upkeep. You know, um, and other responsibilities besides business. That's what's up. I um, I religiously live by a Friday. I love my Fridays. That's a very important day for me, right? Um, wife's at work, kids at school, and I'll disappear to the movies. <laughs> and I do that weekly. Not probably not go to the movies weekly, but just disappear. I go have lunch by myself, and. Turn off the phones. I I'm, I definitely agree with uh, Coach D when she binge watch. I love binge watching different shows just to disconnect. And yeah, you might got some stuff you need to take care of. Uh, you might got some team members you got to handle and address. But you know what? For right now, 
this time during this week, week, it, it could be whatever day you want throughout the week. And it don't even have to be the whole day. You know, it could be just a block of time. That's like, yo, I'm not doing nothing for nobody but me. Right. Um, I'm not going to say uh, fitness or health or anything like that, because that's something we should be doing every day. Uh, so but this is something that uh, doesn't necessarily have to be done daily, but it's your opportunity to escape. Right. And I think that if we do something like that consistently, um, you know, we can kind of, you know, shake off the, the anxiety a little bit, uh, get inspired and refocus because, you know, I watch movies and I get inspired. I get ideas and uh, things that I might want to try to do and implement. So it's my opportunity to just kind of get away, you know what I mean, on a, on a weekly basis, as opposed to some people waiting to maybe the end of the quarter to go do something elaborate. It's just little small things we can do at home that don't cost us much money. Um, and we can just kind of reset and retap into it, you know, what I mean, when we come back and, you know, get back to business. And that's just one thing. Um, First of all, Mike, talking about we should be working out every day. Mike, mind your business. <laughs> <laughs> Mike say we should. <laughs> oh, that's not my ministry. I'm proud to say I just got back into the game. Okay, but Mike, mind your business. <laughs> well, are we working out? I mean, you got to work out every day, but you know, <laughs> you got to be taking care of ourselves, right? Moving and grooving. Yo, yeah, it's important. It's important. See what you got. Um, this is an interesting question because I feel like the answer changes for me often. Um, mm. if you'd asked me a year ago, happy hour every Friday would have been the answer, like <laughs> religiously. <laughs> like that. That was that was my thing. Um, yeah, that was my thing. Now I have been getting more into to binge watching shows. Um, D always drops some good ones. On, on Facebook, so I always, you know, tr I try to watch them. Sometimes it's hard for me to, to watch TV shows because I just get so anxious, and I'm like, I don't want to wait. So if I can't, like, watch an entire series in one swoop, I'd be kind of like, I don't know. Um, I have been watching, like, random movies that have nothing to do with anything that I typically would be interested in. I watched this movie called uh, Something of the Snow the other day. But apparently it was a true story about a plane that crashed in the 70s and the people were stranded in the snow mountains for 71 days. And 14 of 14 out of the 46, like, survived. But they only survived because two of the guys, like, walked for days to the other side of the mountain to get to um, Chile. So <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> and then plants. Like, plants is, plants is my thing now. I'm a, I'm a, I have a plant urgent care facility. In my uh, oh my god! <laughs> in my living room, my friends and family contact me frequently to bring their plants back back to life. Hey, only uh, local. Get out of here! So you got one of them spray only, bottles. Only local. You got them spray bottles to be plants every day. Yep, I got my my shears, my pruning shears. Your IG with the with the with the soft music um, and the, the plants in the background. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. That's but dope. do you talk nice to them though, see? Oh, absolutely. All nice my plants people. have names. They They're all have living names. Beings. We got Elliot, Issa. <laughs> oh no. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> say, oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Elliot, Issa, and Lillian. <laughs> I'm in the market for a couple more. Why we ain't but, yeah, I've been I've been really I've been really looking at like just just learn new stuff. Yeah, yeah. 
That's like <laughs> Jennifer is cracking up. See, that's, that's what y'all didn't I know. I did, ma'am. Don't be seen surprised. Oh, oh, oh I knew my good sister was a plant mom. I love plants. I love plants. My kids be talking about me. You know something else I, I like to do on Fridays? Go, get in the defamation tank for an hour. I want some change. And just I'm sorry. the defamation tank. I hope I said it right. I thought you said the death chamber tank. <laughs> wait, 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 let me look that shit up. Defa- defamation tank? Did I Is that like right? cold plunge? That no, can't be right. Not a cold defamation I think I said it wrong, y'all. Well, text the group. That's not floating, is it? Yeah, floating. But there's what's the what's the tank call? It's definitely floating. But what's the tank call? They call it isolation tank. I thought there was another name of it. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Definitely so, definitely. Everybody listening, float. <laughs> what you want to Google? Definitely not defamation tank. <laughs> You were look for floating, but yeah, you go in the tank and just like knock out. It's probably, probably the best rest you'll get for an hour, hour and a half. Listen, and zero just... lies told. Listen, <laughs> I had a different experience. I'm scared. Really? <laughs> Explain. I, I had a different experience with floating. Like, I don't know, because after like the first, so I was in there for like 45 minutes and then for some reason, like I couldn't find the wall like the, the the you know the the whatever or the float the tank whatever and i just created <laughs> i created this scenario of like just trauma <laughs> and it was just like so bad but then i was like no you're good then the lights came on so i was like okay i'm fine i'm like i'm fine what's happening here and then i went for a second time and like was knocked out so give it a try is you going back again, even right? after the first time being like, traumatizing? Yo, I was like, you Depri- know what? Deprivation. Is it deprivation? Tank. <laughs> I think that's. Guys, we're not going to play with you. Y'all, it's like, float. Might be literate. I love it, though. I'll do it. I'll probably do it once a month and go float and just yeah. uh, get a really deep rest, mm-hmm. especially if you're working out too. It's good. It's good for uh, recovery. Yeah. For me, yeah. um, what you about to say, see? No, go ahead. For me, my way to avoid um, burnout is like I'll stop, and and I'll stop. Like you know how somebody will be driving and then they'll just hit the brakes <laughs> in the middle of the street, <laughs> like yeah. oh shit, right? <laughs> like if it doesn't feel right, I will completely disconnect and. Mm. To avoid getting to that place because that's you know that's disruptive um my spiritual practice yeah i when i when i reflect because i'm always like reflecting and just kind of seeing like looking at from from a you know bird's eye view like how what can i do to just improve because it's always about getting becoming a better gen i'm not competing with b c mike i'm competing with my best version right so for me it's just making sure that my spiritual practice is in alignment because I look at meditation as a spiritual shower like the way that we're supposed to take a physical shower multiple times a day we should be taking a spiritual shower daily at least because we we, we're in each other's aura and we experience each other's experiences 
without even realizing mm-hmm. what we're doing when we interact with each other. So for me, as as a generator, I need to preserve my energy and a way to preserve my energy is just whenever it doesn't feel right or just making sure I stay in alignment so I can, you know, get out ahead of it. But it's it's when you're doing something that you're passionate about, you can get lost in it mm-hmm. and and sacrifice you for that big purpose. Yeah. And and people think it's selfish. And it's not selfish, it's self-care. It's not selfish, it's self-love, right? And get into a place where like I come first because if everybody takes care of them, the world is a better place. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if I mm-hmm. if I'm responsible for taking care of Jen and Mike's responsible, but then then the world is a better place. So for me, it's important to get in alignment. And alignment looks like that relationship with God, that union with God, that experience with God. Making sure you do something every single day to spend some time with God so that throughout the day you can recognize when he communicates with you. So it's it's the inner work. It's the inner work for me, y'all. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love it. I, another thing yeah. that I... um. Cause I, I also, when I first got jumped into full-time entrepreneurship, the environment I am was very much grind, 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 sleep when you did. Uh, if, if you sleep, the person you going against is working. So I had to like unlearn that that ain't really it. Mm-hmm. So another thing that I started implementing last year, um, I kind of call it sprint, rest, repeat, and I I break it down. So Monday through Thursday, I'm going super hard, right? Eight-hour days, just about. Friday is typically a half a day or, like, no real work that I like to call it, whatever I decide to do. Um, But during the day, like, I work in 45-minute blocks, uninterrupted, take 15-minute breaks. Because I also learn when you, like, truly locked in, it does not take a long time to do a lot of the things that, are on our daily checklist or 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 or, or whatever tasks we have. Um, so that's another thing that I've done to, to prevent even feeling like, oh, I need a break. Now, obviously, in different seasons, depending on what you got going on, how much you're traveling, you do feel like, okay, I just need to step away. But I noticed last year me doing that <clears throat> prevented me from feeling like I just need to shut everything down and go away for like a week or two, which I I, I know for a fact that helped a lot because I didn't take like a non-work related trip last year, but I also didn't feel exhausted like I did in years prior where I was taking the quarterly trips, but I still was exhausted. So just like figuring out how to, how to implement any type of rest every day has been, has been monumental. That's dope. You do 45 minutes a block. Wow. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm lying. I'm lying. It's 90 minutes. So like an hour hour and a half. Yeah. You do 90 minutes and then you block and then you break for 15, see? Yeah, 15 to 20. That's what's up. I I normally do 60. You said 25, bro? 25 minute blocks, five minute break. 25 minute block, five minute break. And Hmm. then until I'm done. I mean, I do like, I do 60, 15, 60, 15. My hour of focused work. That's what's up. Yeah, you get way more done. Dang it. Way I get so much done in that. And that's when I learned. I'm like, for real, like the real work is only like three to four hours a day. Yeah. Like the real work. Yeah. <laughs> if yep. that. Hey, so 
I had brought a journal that told me to only focus on your top three to five things that must be done that day. Mm -hmm. That's it. And I, when I started doing that, that I'm like, man, there's a lot of stuff that I really don't need to be doing. <laughs> right. And freed mm -hmm. up a lot of my time and the time, you know, and free up that time to do other things. Don't fill that time up with more nonsense. Right. Easy Use that time to go, you know, take care of yourself. And, you know, probably instead of having that one day a week, you know, you could probably be doing some stuff more than once per week, you know, in terms of self-care. One thing C said that I want to shed light on is when you're doing what you love, it's, it's a whole different energy. So some of us go to these jobs that we don't enjoy and we're drained and we wonder why we can't pour into our businesses or our dreams. Um, so you're doing these things that you don't love. Like I'm fortunate enough to still be an employee and a CEO simultaneously, right? So I get, I get the pros of both worlds. Um, but I love everything that I do. I love every hat that I wear. So I have that battery in my back, right? Because I'm doing the things that I love. Because when you're doing things that you don't enjoy, it's a different kind of drain. We've yeah. all talked to that person that just drains everything out of us. And it's like, oh my God. And it's the same thing when we have these jobs that, you know, are depleting our energy as opposed to energizing us. So it's important to make your biggest investor, depending on where you are in your business, if you're new to business or just starting out and just starting out, it's still like three years, right? Just starting out is still fairly, it's early, but making sure that you're spending the time to hearing everybody share out, you should be catching that everybody's learning what works for them. Everybody's mm -hmm. doing what they want to do. Ain't nobody on, on this podcast on no struggle bus. Nobody's doing what they don't want to do because it's important because that's the easiest way to be in alignment. So make sure that you evaluate and say to yourself, like, would I do this for free? If an opportunity came, you know, pre presented itself and I could talk to like a group of young entrepreneurs, would I do this for free? And if the answer is yes, then keep pressing. But making sure that you're doing, you're finding out your purpose that you could be productive. It's hard to be productive when you're working outside of your purpose. Mm. I know yeah. what he was talking about, um, you know, kind of adopting early on that culture of, you know, you sleep when you're dead, you know, get to it, you know, rise and shine, sunshine, <laughs> all those types of vibes. Um, but I know like something that's... Right. <laughs> We're like, bro, uh, uh, get somebody else to do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm resting. Listen, man, that's mm, don't even get me started. But that's there's a the biz, there's a business of burnout. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And so some people are wired in a way that they can operate that way, and some people are not. And for those that aren't early risers, like you're not broken. Nothing's wrong with you. You still get done mm -hmm. what you need to get done in a way that works for you and your body. As long as you're checking boxes, who cares yeah. if it deviates from other, you know, um, thought bodies or thought leaders, if you will, that, you know, believe something different. I'm telling you in this space, like moving to the beat of your own drum sometimes is a saving grace. Because it's easy to be captivated by people who seem like they are where you want to be, people who seem like they're winning, 
So I got to adopt their mannerisms. I got to adopt their habits. Not necessarily mm. because it might not work for you. <clears throat> yeah. But <clears throat> to balance it out, I know something that's super important for me, especially it's been this way, but I'm really, really harping on it in this season is it's prioritizing joy. Like the yeah. things that bring me joy, period. So if it's, if it's finally getting to binge watch this show that I've been wanting to watch, um, if it's going to the florist and putting together my own floor arrangement, you know, so I have a nice bouquet in my home, you know what I'm saying? If it's spending time being intentional about spending time with, you know, my friends who yeah. live seemingly everywhere but local to me, right? Family, and it's <laughs> doing that. If it's sitting on the couch looking at the ceiling, daydreaming that's my business you know what i'm saying if it brings me joy like that's the stuff that i want to do and for me you know we, we're transparent on this podcast like dating i'm being super intentional about about dating now you know and it's it's something i can roll my eyes and talking about it um i don't believe that there's pee in the dating pool that's not my experience and i'm not adopting that not mine either, either. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it, it's it's the same thing. Like I could adopt somebody's philosophy on being up at three o'clock in the morning and getting to it. Listen, when I broke up from corporate, my body and I think my ancestors rejoiced. <laughs> and so it's just like, no, nah, we're not doing that, sis. We'll get to it. But when we're ready and it was some deconditioning I had to do and the same thing, you know, just programming myself. You know, to date, like the UPS man don't even ring the doorbell. So, like, I got to get up there. You know what I'm saying? I got to be intentional about it because it's something that I want to do. That's what's up. Hey, for you married folks, dating works for you, too. Don't stop <laughs> dating your spouse, please. <laughs> don't stop dating your spouse. The Williams um, don't miss. <laughs> they do not. They do not. Real. The um, I, I think that this this whole a lot of burnout is just the hustler mentality, right? It's more money driven as opposed to vision driven, right? Um, when we when we really sit down and focus on what the real vision is and how we want life to be, you can gradually start having that life right now, right? It doesn't have to be as big as you know, it doesn't have to be super multi million dollar big, but you can have uh, some of that vision every single day as long as you know what that long-term vision is but the hustle mentality that's just now that's just now money it's just now money right and if we really want to have an adult conversation a lot of burnout comes from people who ain't managing their money right uh, a lot of business owners who ain't managing the money right so now it's like i got the work i got the hustle i can't go to the gym i can't go get the massage i can't date how i want to date because i gotta make money so, you know, if we take some time to really focus on the numbers a little bit more, um, I think that uh, we would have more people, less burnout. Right. It, it's it's different when you it's in corporate. You know, I mean, you're in corporate and your job is your job and you got things that you got to do. But even in corporate, uh, there, there's still a level of um, self-care that needs to be done and, you know, managing yourself, you know, at work and so forth and so on. That's a whole different topic. And that's a whole Coach D topic. <laughs> as well she can focus on that um but yeah i think that's where a lot of burnout come from and but if we could start focusing on really managing that money you won't have to hustle as much as you think you need to hustle if that makes sense yeah. mm. <laughs> what's that that auntie hmm see because <laughs> <laughs> no, he right 
<laughs> I was talking <laughs> about that auntie. Hmm. It it just got my brain moving. Just got my brain moving. It's it's amazing how much think like what it's amazing how as you grow and not just age, just grow in general, like the more things you experience, how what you actually care about changes. Especially when you when you jump into this world of building a business, like everybody jump in. Well, I I mean I know I did. I jumped in like, oh, I gotta touch a million, blah blah blah. blah. And I'll be like, eh. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and a lot of it is based off of, of what we see. But like when you really sit down and you look at the numbers and you look think about the, the kind of life you want to live, like it take a lot, but it don't take a lot if right. that makes sense. Right. And just making sure that you're doing like what it is that you actually want to do and not what people say you have to do and and look the way people say you have to look in order to be successful. Because successful is, is re- I mean, success is relative. Yeah. It's something different for everybody. And I don't even think most people, especially if you just start now, I don't even think they take time to define like what that is for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also so look at it like you real heavy. <laughs> we always and, veer off, don't we? <laughs> we talking about rest. Now we're talking about success. You gotta let the Lord move how the Lord wanna move. Yeah, that's right? it. That's it. So that's it. but no, what you said is so good and what what okay, it's gonna come back to you. Yeah. But <laughs> talking about success too, right? Um I think a good question for, you know, coaches, business owners, entrepreneurs to to ponder on often is like, who am I mm-hmm. outside of the business? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then bring the person in the business. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> right. Because it's just like, well, when, like, if you want to be, if you don't want to be all consumed by the business, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of times why people allow themselves to be so ingrained is because they find that their self-worth and their value based on what they do and not who they are. Mm. <clears throat> you better preach. And so, listen. Deaconess Danielle. That's, not Deaconess Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> you get on my nerves, plant lady, okay? <laughs> Oh my God! No one serious because when you and this is something that I've had to deal with as well because coming from mm-hmm. corporate, coming from government, making six figures, I had a whole like awakening on the other side of it, walking away from you know a comfortable income, a, a, a fabulous lifestyle that I had afforded myself, and it's just like, well, wow, like okay, I'm starting something new. I know what the vision is, but I'm not making six figures right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, like man, I can't really move how I used to move as confidently as I used to move. Yeah. And so it's like, wow, so my identity was wrapped up in money. Mm-hmm. Not even, not even, I have, and I thought I had a good relationship with money. Yeah. Same here, D. You know, I managed it well, you know, had the Roth IRA, all of the things. Quit with 60K, you know, in in liquid, you know, funds I had access to, like, I was good I with money. You for a dollar. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I would have, I would have, I would have gave it to you. Sis. I would have gave it to you. But, but from the identity perspective, I didn't even know. You know, I had just I was comfortable. But so when it's taken away and it's stripped, and I'm just like, I really question my worth, especially 
when it came to dating. This might be a whole other podcast episode too, but I was just like, wait a minute. No, I'm still, right. I'm still me. Yeah. Like I still bring my magic wherever I go. Listen. Like I'm the sauce. You know what I'm saying? And it's not necessarily like the money's great. You know, it's good for, for my, my well-being and my comfort, but I am the reason I had access to that in the first place. So if I did it before, mm-hmm. I can do it again. But it's it's if so he did much. It before. <laughs> <laughs> it's so much easier said than done. I'm just saying. No, D, D, I can, D, I can definitely, definitely relate a thousand percent. It, it, I joke with my friends all the time. I said, I guess I needed to to not have a car to get in a relationship because when I had no car, they was falling out the sky. <laughs> <laughs> But but no, like realizing that um that your identity is tied like subconsciously, right? I don't never I don't think it was on purpose, but like realizing like how you feel about yourself when you when you're not making the same amount of money or when you aren't able to do some of the things that you used to be able to do, you'd be like, Why am I feeling like this? And it's like, oh, that's that's what and I I think that's an awakening on purpose, you know, from the good Lord to be like. You, I don't want you to feel like this is all of, of who you are. So that way, when you get it again, it's, you're really going to be chilling because you're like, it's cool. It's money. Let it comes and it goes. And let me tell you, faith game. I thought I had faith then. <laughs> Listen. <Sure>. Same here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you need faith in this business game. Good Lord. <laughs> Good Lord. Sure. The first, the 30th come quick every month. <laughs> <laughs> Better have faith in this game for real, man. Word, but you know, some of my favorite clients, you know what I mean, get the best results because they're just themselves, they're just themselves. They show up in their content and they're just themselves, right? Whether you meet them, you see a video online, or you meet them at a conference, it's the same person, right? Same energy. Um, you know, and I think it's something that we can learn from all of those people who can naturally be themselves. Uh, on and offline because they get some amazing results. So yeah, for sure, you could choose your identity and know exactly who you are. And I think that's part of that vision too that we mentioned a little bit earlier. Know exactly who you are. So that's a great, great bar, great bar. For sure. And we didn't went from the, the business of burnout to having church, <laughs> right? To success, to some money. Sure money ain't ain't the end all. Oh, relevant. You had something. It is though. It is. It is because I, I mean, because you, I think it was you who alluded to the fact that some people are burning themselves out because they're chasing the money. Yeah. And it's like, well, if you were taking care of the money, you wouldn't have to chase the money. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. So a a lot of different things came up at different points, but what, what I'm, what I'll share now is essentially we're magnets, right? So Something that actually I thought about for when we recorded the last episode about the price, but I didn't share it in that space was more often than not, your income is a reflection of the value that you attach to yourself. Agreed. And that don't always feel good, but it is what it is. So when I was making $40,000 a year, that's just where I was. And then I elevated and it was at $50,000 a year. 
And then I elevated was at 90,000 miles a year. And then I elevate, right? And it's like, the more I evolve, the more my my income increases because my sound value increases. Hmm. So ensuring that you don't get caught up in what you, it's essentially what you identify with. You get, everybody is sharing. Essentially, you get to choose. You get to choose who you identify as. How you show up in the marketplace is on you. So if you identify as a six-figure earner, that's how you're going to show up in the marketplace. If you truly believe it, you'll be able to bring that into your experience. So whatever your income is, is a direct reflection of your self-worth. Mm-hmm. And it's not to beat you up. It's just to flash, a, you know, to shine a flashlight on it and just shed light. Like, okay, well, if you have a million dollar budget in your mind, but what you're manifesting is a quarter of it, then just switch it up in some capacity, right? But something that Dee said earlier that was like, when it comes to relations, I actually was having a conversation with somebody the other day, like, you got to remain who you are in your situation, whether it's relationships and business, whatever it is, you have to be who you are. And one thing that I can say I pride myself on, whether I am somebody's cup of tea or not, I show up as Jan. Yeah. And it's up to you to decide if you want to rock with me. <laughs> I, I'm going to show up, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, as who I am. And being comfortable in your skin is is just an accomplishment in itself. So for people who struggle with being comfortable in their skin, like just keep at it. We all weren't this confident. We all weren't this success. We all, you know, we all were on the journey at some point, but it's just being committed to the greatness that you know that you embody. And it's like, you know what? You can't have faith and be like a sucker at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, so it's like, which one, which one is it? You know, and 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 it's important. It's important to just lock in and know who you are at your core and then act accordingly it's it's a lot like this journey is man (laughs) this journey is but it but i wouldn't i wouldn't trade it in for the world because the the expansion and the growth and all that that comes with a successful coaching business is it's it's show you who you are for real yeah 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 I think something to um, underscore based on what Jen said about like you get to choose and why like this podcast is titled that why we say it probably more times than not is because when if you don't choose somebody else to choose for you and sometimes that'll happen without you even realizing especially if you have lived your life in a way where it's like status quo you know even if you feel like you're doing the right thing you feel like it's you making a decision if there is some discontent right? If you don't find joy in doing what you think you're supposed to be doing, like that could be somebody else choosing for you. That could be society choosing for you. But the reminder is that like you get to choose. So are you choosing or is somebody else choosing for you? Is somebody else choosing how you show up? And that's not hard to do for people of color in the corporate space. If you're still juggling a nine to five, it's not hard to do when you get on the other side of it as well, thinking you got to tap dance in order to, to gain the kind of business and make the kind of money that you want to make like who's choosing for you i think that's a, a real question to like sit with 
always, it never goes away because there's always something new being thrown at us. But like, who's choosing for you? That's fire. With that being said, that might be episode 10. Yeah, I was just about to say, I ain't got nothing else to say. I'm, I'm over here thinking. <laughs> wait, wait, we can't end this episode. First of all, listen, if you have been rocking with us for 10 episodes straight, where is the review? Yep. We want to hear from you. So wait a minute. Let's how do we how do we get them to um what's our email address? I got it right here. So if you have questions that you would love for us to answer, um, shoot us an email at you get to choose podcast at gmail.com. Wherever you may be listening to this, do us a huge favor. Go rate us, subscribe, leave a review, and tell a friend. That's what's up. Tell a friend, tell a friend. <laughs>